There is a conundrum in our Ash Wednesday liturgy. We listen to Jesus' exhortation in Matthew not to practice piety before others, lest, uh, to pray in secret lest we become hypocrites. And then we step forward to be smudged with a very obvious and public sign of faith on our faces. Conundrum. I find Jesus' declarations in this section of Matthew to be difficult and frustrating. It would seem sometimes that Matthew's Jesus is against public displays of worship altogether. If we are not to pray in public or to show material piety, where does that leave the worshiping body? Are we to give up liturgy altogether in favor of private prayer in a dark closet, alone? This is, of course, not what Jesus is getting at. Jesus is talking about hypocrisy. And in Matthew's day, public prayer was the norm. It was everywhere. And the more obvious and outward the display, in the common understanding of the time, the more deep the faith must be. It was this kind of public piety that Jesus bemoaned and bemoaned and bemoaned against. The kind that says, the bigger, the louder, the showier, the better. Jesus was pointing to those who felt it necessary to draw attention to themselves, rather than to that to which really deserves attention. We live in a different time and in a different place from our gospel writer. That doesn't make Jesus' admonitions any less true or any less important to our daily lives as Christians. It just means that the message needs to be focused differently. In this post-Christian society, most mainline Christians are in no danger of practicing our piety before others. Public displays of faith outside of a church building are few and far between, even here in the Bible Belt. It seems that we have taken the Ash Wednesday gospel message to a new level, praying privately in that dark closet all the time, being very, very careful not to let our faith be seen at all in public. <clears throat> but this is just an inversion of that same message. It's just a different kind of hypocrisy. This is the kind of hypocrisy that helps us believe that we can come to church on Sunday, hear a good word, take communion, and then not think about it again for another week or month or whenever it's convenient to show up again. This is the kind of hypocrisy that lets us think that the golf club dues are as mandatory as the water bill, but a pledge to the church is an optional pittance that we can pay if we feel up to it. This is the kind of hypocrisy that allows us to believe that the good work of feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, and soothing the downtrodden are thankfully being done by someone else. Because, you know, we're, we're just too busy for all that volunteer stuff. I know it's hard out there. I do. We joke about saying, happy holidays and about the pressures we can feel of people of faith in a deeply secular world. But it's hard. It's hard to live as public people of faith in a world that wants to judge us as such, 
to call us something else, to tell us that we are not who we believe we are. So my challenge to you today, Ash Wednesday, is about that smudge of ashes there on your head. That smudge is a mark to remind you that you are finite, that you are mortal, that you, my friends, you will die. It's also a mark to remind you that despite your fallenness, you are beloved. You are with Christ in the resurrection, that you are Christian. In answer to Jesus' exhortation in Matthew, I challenge you to think about those ashes before you leave this building. Are you uncomfortable with the thought of leaving them there? A mark for everyone in the office or carpool line or grocery store to see? They might judge you. They might think things about you that aren't true. They might not. You should keep those ashes on your head as a witness to what you know to be true. That you are a sinner, but that you are redeemed by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Or, do you wear those ashes proudly to show everyone how good you are? That you did indeed go to church like you were supposed to. People need to see that you are one of the good guys after all. That you don't monkey around. That you are faithful and you are pious. Otherwise, they might think things about you. That you're a heathen or someone who's all talk and no church attendance, right? I challenge you instead to take a tissue and wipe those ashes off. Witness instead with your quiet piety. Turn attention away from yourself, back to where it was rightfully due. We are broken. We are imperfect. We waffle between that which we know is of great and lasting value and that which is fleeting and insubstantial. We draw distinctions between ourselves and others for our own personal gain. We make bad choices because we are just flawed human beings. But that doesn't get us off the hook. It never has. It never will. We have never been given permission by God to throw up our hands and give in to hypocrisy or apathy. We are bound by our faith and by our belovedness to keep wrestling with both angels and demons those around us, and those within us. That is the path to real righteousness, not excessive false piety, not hiding behind secular excuses, but working, working, working diligently and with integrity to pray, to give, to love in a way that honors God above all else. Amen.